0: You're listening to The Real Reese. Welcome to my podcast, The Real Reese. My name is Reese, and I'll be your host throughout every single one of these episodes. And I've been on a ball today. It's six o'clock in the morning and I've recorded so many of these videos. And they're not long at all. Um, it is just me going through a few questions that I ask myself a lot. Um and Instead of just me writing it out or just, you know, basically sitting here thinking out loud, why not just release the podcast episode and get, you know, get some people to, to look at my perspective of things while i I mean, I'm already doing, it, you might as well share my perspective, right? That's what the podcast is for. Uh, and <laughs> one of these, one of these things is what I'm about to talk, talk about today. And that is the question was, are you holding on to something that you need to let go of me? Yes. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about holding on to the past, your your childhood, your teenage years, whatever the case, your early adulthood if you're you know a bit older. Um, holding on to the past, is holding on to the past a detriment or is it an advantage, something to take advantage of? And I think, honestly, I think it's both, but I think there is a line between that. Um, and the line between that is where we need to be. Me personally, I'm not there at all. Uh, I very much so like still indulged, intertwined into the past. And I made this. I made an episode uh, last like November. Maybe it was last Christmas. I, I actually don't know. Um, it was called the Real Holidays, <clears throat> and I talked about my my therapy journey and you know what I've what I talk about in therapy, how therapy has helped, and what what kind of questions that therapy has you know has asked me that that has shaped what i've started to become you know in my personal life and i haven't been in therapy in two months because you know things have been hectic in my life it's been very busy and I, I know you're like how can you how can you be busy for your mental health your mental health is always there i know i know it's just <laughs> I just haven't had time to you know sit down and talk um to to my therapist for the most part but um but this was always a question that came up, and my I, I came into therapy self aware. I knew what my issue was. My issue was being stuck in the past. I already knew that, uh, and actually, because I knew what my problem was, I got to move along in my therapy, uh, my therapy journey a bit faster than most people would be able to, because there was no there was no there is a diagnosis of you know what's bothering me. And I think I can be open about that. I have, what was it like, was it mild depression or severe depression with, uh, I think it was like this severe depressive disorder and like uh, uh, mild anxiety or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember. But I, I'm fine with being open about that. I don't care. It's just a diagnosis. Diagnosis. As, as if you go to therapy, as your therapist will tell you, a diagnosis is not a bad thing. It's not necessarily what what's wrong with you, but it's the it's the basis and the grounds for the steps that you know you're gonna take in your therapy journey to try to help you work through what you need to work through. So a diagnosis is not scary. It's just it's literally just a baseline. That's all it is. But yeah, hold it on to the past. So I'm of the belief that I had a very good childhood. I had loving parents. I had loving grandparents. I had a loving family. They spent a lot of time with each other. Uh, you know, we 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 saw each other every weekend. Yeah, like the big, the overall family. Like we saw each other pretty often on holidays, on on Sundays. We were always like a unit. Um, I'm a big family guy. Like I I don't. <laughs> Here recently, like the last few years, I have I don't usually go to like the family holidays and stuff. And I talked about this in my last episode, but I don't I don't do that. But I still, my family is my most important thing to me. It always will be. My family comes before everything else on earth. Um, th- that's just how it goes. It comes before my career. Comes before you know my friendships. All of that family is family. At the end of the day. So I had a very good childhood because my family is... I've always been open with my family. My family has always been open with me. And we do argue and fight like every other family does. But <clears throat> but at the end of the day, we're still family. It's going to be okay. We know we... As a TV show once said, we fight with love. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's all, we, we know it's going to be okay at the end of the day. But my childhood was great. I didn't have any traumatic experiences, not not early on at least, maybe in my teenage years is when things started to go downhill, but my actual childhood was great, it was perfect, but I think a perfect childhood can very much so lead to a, a sad adulthood, once that bubble is popped and you're just introduced to what the world is for so many people, it can become an issue, um, You know, you hold on to what you knew, and what you knew is not the way that life actually is. You were protected as a kid, you know. Your parents shielded you from things. uh, And sometimes, you know, some some people lose their parents early, um, like early in their childhood. And then when that protection, when that that part of your, your life, that safety part of your life fades away, then what? You're still young, you're still a kid, you're still impressionable, and then that the person that's there to uh to shield you and protect you, if something happens to them, do you just are you just out into the world already, you know, at a young age? You know, and things like that. But luckily I made it through my childhood without any traumatic or too heartbreaking of uh <laughs> of situations, it's not until I was, like, 14 that I had my first, like, real wake-up call. Like, it wasn't until I was 14 that I had to grow up a bit faster than uh, I would have liked. And I think from then on is when, you know, when I started to miss the days beforehand. So when I was 14, that's pretty much when I was, like, Okay, yeah, growing up sucks. Like, I want to go back. Take me back. I don't care what the circumstances is. I don't care what I have to do. Just let me go back to the way that it was. Just, just even a few months ago. Um, <clears throat> and now I'm 22. So, just imagine how long I've been holding on to that that want and that goal of, um, of you know, of going back in time, <laughs> going back in time, basically. I mean, I was fourteen eight years ago. So for eight years I've been longing to just get my old life back. <laughs> um, and I don't think yearning for the past is necessarily a bad thing in itself. I think you could very much so miss your golden days. If your golden days were when you were younger or, you know, if you don't consider your present to be your golden days and the past is, I don't think that's a bad thing. You can reminisce and, and be nostalgic and love and learn from and, and adapt from your your golden days and it's perfectly fine. It's actually a, it's actually healthy to, to, um, <clears throat> to, to think back on your past experiences if those past experiences aren't traumatic in any way or you know or, or things like that. So the past in itself is not dangerous. It's not like a, a tool for destruction. It's just there. It's just a part of you. It's, the past is the reason you are who you are now the past is the reason and the reason that you're going to be who you're going to be in the future um but there is a point and there is a line as it is with all things there is a line to where too much longing for the past can be very detrimental to your mental health in the present and not necessarily for me, any not right now. Uh, I'm not gonna say not anymore because my it changes a lot. But uh, not right now, and not for the last couple of weeks have I been like in that stuck in the past phase. And that's how I know that I can, you know, I can still grow and I can still get out of this this little funk that I'm that I'm in. Um, because I, I have moments where I am out of it. It's just when I if I think too long. Or think too deeply about some things, and or if I watch or listen to some things, you know, I get back in that that zone. And once I'm there, I'm there for a few weeks, and I just don't want to talk to anybody. I isolate a lot. So here recently, I've been, I haven't been more social necessarily because I still don't want to like hang out with people. <laughs> I still don't want to hang out with people, but I have been uh talking more presently here recently. I've been in the present more because the present is very uh, important for me right now, uh personally. But but yeah, I've been out of that 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 phase that I'm usually in. And because I've been out of it for so long, I know that I can I can stay out of it if I choose to. But as my therapist has said, as I figured out before my therapist even said anything, is that I don't want to be out of that that zone um which is strange to say it's very strange that it's like i'm it's like i'm holding myself back intentionally because i don't i don't want to i i maybe it's something in my brain that just doesn't necessarily see that line that i'm talking about between understanding and acknowledging the past and living in it and i feel like if i move on from the past, everything that I know of it, everything that I learned from it, everything that 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 shaped me into who I am will start to fade, even though I know a hundred percent that's not the case, that's definitely not the case, but I feel that I feel like that so i I never want to let the past go because I feel like whatever wherever outcome and result comes from that action will change me more than I wanted to to be changed. And I feel like I just forget a big part of um what what makes me who I am today. So there there's definitely a line there somewhere. Um and it's a line that I figured out, it's a line that I've seen. It's a light that I've seen but a light and a line that I just haven't made my way to yet. Um, but I know I can because I have for the last few weeks. So it's something that I'm working on to say it's a personal journey. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of personal journeys, man. I, I, If you sit down and talk to, I know I play, I troll a lot. Like I play, I'm sarcastic. I, I joke around entirely too much. Um, <laughs> but if you ever sit down with me and then like we actually have a genuine conversation, I am very much so like always thinking about, everything my brain never stops it never turns off i i barely get sleep because i'm always just thinking about so much at all times um <clears throat> so yeah i'm always growing i'm always moving my brain is always active and that's a good thing for me personally it, it does have its downsides you know i can get a bit too deep and a too a bit too wrapped into whatever i'm thinking about but overall that's just that's just what I do. If you ever have a conversation with me, we can have some pretty thought provoking conversations, and it could be out of the most simple question. It can be like, uh, you know, what what makes you happy? And we can talk for five hours about that if I wanted to. And I usually don't. I don't like to. <laughs> I don't do that. You guys know I don't talk that much. Like individually one on one, or even in a group, I don't really talk much like that. I'm not too vulnerable most of the time but here i'm just talking to myself you guys get to hear the conversation i have for myself but i'm talking to myself right now so it's a bit different but that's just what i wanted to talk about today just a little bit of about holding on to the past too much or just holding on to the past in general like i said it was a question it was it was can you distinguish between holding on too much holding on too little and Simply just it ignoring the past altogether. That was the question, and this was my answer. So, if you guys like this type of conversation, like a more personal conversation, I don't like doing these. I don't do these often. I probably won't do. Well, like I said, I recorded a few today, but overall, that's not. This is not what I'm gonna do. Um, <laughs> I think the last time I did this was was on my holiday episode, and I've released like 15 episodes since since then. And you haven't heard another one yet until now. And you probably won't hear another one again until about 15 more episodes. So, uh, so yeah. But if you guys do like these more personal episodes, just let me know. Um, you know, I post these on Snapchat and my Instagram. And you're always free to slide up or whatever the Instagram equivalent to that is. I guess you're type in the box, whatever the hell you do on Instagram. But anyway, guys, I will catch you on the next one. Thank you for tuning in. And yeah, man, the real Reese, we're back. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Real Reese. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.